0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's stream. We're going to do coverage here, the highlights of the today's camp. Mike, you know what time it is? Cowboy time. The serious? We're in it to win it. This is the season when we're in it to win it. So, yeah, guys, thanks for everybody that's showing up here live in the comments and in the chat box. If anybody watching this on the replay, make sure you guys pound that like button, subscribe to the channel here, subscribe to my boy Cowboys Corner YouTube channel. And we're going to get right into it, guys. we got a whole bunch of uh, topics we're going to talk about today, some of the highlights. Uh, Mike, how are you doing, bro? Good, man.
1: Good. It's been a couple of weeks since we did the Frisco Report. And uh, I might be a little rusty, but uh, I'm ready to talk some ball.
0: Yeah, we're, we're in it, man. So uh, full-blown, uh, we got, to, you know, this is uh, week two of camp, really. Um, you know, pretty much it's kind of been more of a mini camp vibe. You know, in shells, pretty much they haven't. uh, They won't hit pads until tomorrow, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so who are your who are your early standouts, Mike? Let me know who you think are the early standouts with this, you know, mini camp type style without pads. Who are your standouts right now?
1: Yeah, so my standouts right now, man. I'm I'm liking Sammy Fahoku, that fifth round wide receiver. The guys, the guys got a make some noise man in this league and um he just looks apart um he, he you know he, he we call them what do we call them a, a swiss army knife or you know a a project maybe for next year but i i think he's took this all season serious took the ota serious uh, i know Dak has his Dak camp maybe you know they went to that and mm-hmm. but it seems like his route running his his play his knowledge of the playbook knowing what to do now we'll find out more on hard knocks and preseason things of that sort. But from what I'm looking at right now, I love that wide receiver. I love what he's doing. Competition's great. Malik Turner, another wide receiver, number 17, looking fantastic, guys. Um, I'm really liking what he's doing out there. Um, his route running, his chemistry. I mean, he's taking reps while Dak's throwing him the ball. So he's getting chances, right? Uh, could this be the end of the Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown era? Or they carry six wide receivers. Still early to find out. We'll see how these lights come on for these guys. That's on the offense side of the ball. Obviously, obviously, it's good to have Jarwin and Schultz working in that twelve personnel. I think that's fantastic work. Uh, we're going to be deadly in the twelve in the twelve personnel, Joe. Um, but on the defense side of the ball, I got to go with uh, Maurice Kennedy today. You know, he opted out last year. Coming number thirty-one, coming in here. He had a couple of picks and some couple of knockdowns uh, on the chances he's got. So I, I like what Maurice – and Maurice Kennedy, he is a special teams player too. Um, and uh, So I'm, I'm liking that right there. Um, and then uh, who else is there? I, I mean, I, uh, for the most part, everybody else, Randy Gregory, you know, the easy stuff, I'm trying to pick some no-names so you guys can watch for the preseason. Pick the little smaller guys so you guys can – know who to watch for. Cause if I, if I pick starters, we're not going to really get to see him till week one. So I'll try to pick some no name guys. You could watch that are sticking out for me, Joe.
0: Yeah. And no, then that, that's definitely a good list. I agree. See me for Hoko's off to a good uh, start. Camp uh, camp, looking fast out there. looks like he's really, you know, uh, dug into the, to the playbook. You know what I mean? You play faster when you know the playbook and he's looking fast out there. Uh, you know, th- thus far he's, he's looking good. He might take one of those spots. And like you said, Malik Turner, turn, that's another good one. So, uh, He's one player that the Cowboys did have at the end of the roster cuts last year. Unfortunately, he got hurt and they had to put him on IR. So I think that the special teams, Mike, you know, uh, John Fossil is a is a big fan of his because he is a special teams kind of guy, right? So I think uh, Malik Turner definitely in the mix. Noah Brown, I think, is is off to a pretty good start as well. Cedric Wilson, he he does have some stuff here, but you're you're not hearing as much as some of these other guys. So. And obviously, like you said, your starters are, are doing their thing, which is really good. Um, from the rookies, uh, other rookies, Nashawn Wright, I think is off to a really good start. Kelvin yes, Joseph has stepped it up as well. He's, he's making plays out like there. I do like to see that very much. They're very competitive, in shape, right? So uh, that's a good deal here. Nobody, sh- nobody showed up to camp here out of shape and uh, failing the conditioning drill. So uh, that's that's a good thing as well. Very good. So. Uh, yeah, man, so the atmosphere, the environment here with with Mike McCarthy, a full offseason with him, you know, they, they addressed some of the shortcomings that they had last year with COVID and everything like that, Mike. So how do you feel how important this is to be an Oxnard on the field with his guys?
1: It, it, it's super important. I mean, you look at the first-year coaches, some had success. I think it's the luck of the draw, and some struggled. Cowboys, uh, you know, struggled. And then it, it wasn't all just training camp offseason off-season stuff like that. It was a lot of going down. And, uh, you know, I, I, Mike McCarthy's the type of coach, I mean, he's been saying we need to have our players. Um, he, he's been a, an advocate of that. Um, he stood for that. He's been saying that if you watch him all the way back in the OTAs and stuff like that, he wants the players on the field. You have to do installations. Um, you know Mike McCarthy talked about installations day 1 day 2 day 3 things might get altered but you have to have installations for the second year guys for the rookies here cuz technically the the the, rook, the rookies that we had last year the second year guys they that this is new to them too you know um so not there wasn't any preseason games last year so all all, all this is new and for Mike McCarthy being his second year it sounds like the Cowboys organization Gave a freebie to Mike McCarthy for 2020, 2021, twenty, twenty twenty one. We're gonna see what he's all
0: about. No, yeah, that, that's a great point. I I think it's almost like a red shirt year for him, unfortunately. You know, and and you're right. You make a good point about those second year players. Some of those some of those guys are red shirted, but they're uh, you know they're showing up too. You know, Bradley and I, Reggie Robinson. Um, you, you like to see these types of things. You like to hear this type of news. So let's take a look at some some of the uh, highlights from from today. And we're going to look at some of my um, highlighted um, tweets here. And uh, let, let me get this up here and we'll, we'll discuss each one of these, Mike. So without further ado, let, let's take a look at some of this. All right. So yeah, let's rock. Um, we're going to add this to our stream and uh, we're going to cover this. All right. So we're taking a look at. Let me see if we can go here. Let's see. That's a good size there. So uh, looking at this, we'll go through the first topics here. Obviously, the main one, Mike, Malik Turner, I mean, Malik Hooker, excuse me, officially signed, Mike. So looking at Malik Turner, he gets number 28, the iconic 28. Darren Woodson, the most prolific player there, perhaps, with the war number 28. What's your overall thoughts here on the Malik Hooker signing becoming official today, Mike?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think this. I think the sign. Guys, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you how it is. 100. Um, I think the signing's overhyped, to be honest with you. Um, the reason why KZ is on the team was because when they were doing the workouts and their visits, they didn't trust Malik Hooker's medicals, um, and so that, they they went and signed KZ. Um, you know, fast forward. You know, a couple of days into camp. Um, maybe it was part of the negotiation process. Maybe money was a thing back in March, um, and may, maybe they said, "We'll wait, take a chance," and they got him now. But at the end of the day, there are two players that we try to place, uh, that we're trying to replace Xavier Woods with, are coming off torn Achilles. Guys, um, you know, you, Des Bryant tore that Achilles, took a couple of years off of football, came back, didn't really make too much noise with the Ravens. Um, you know, that, that's a big injury. He's been hurt almost his entire career. I think on the durability rate on the injury report uh, app that I see, and he's at number two. Um, so, I mean, you, you brought him in here. All this hype could be potentially for 17 games, it could be potentially for four. Um, but his track record is going to show he's going to miss a couple of games. Um, Darian Thompson, we can't say bye to him. He's healthy, he's always been healthy. He's looking at the chops. He see two hurt guys, his resume, his health thing. There's some health things with him too, but as of late, he's been healthy. It's almost like a Brandon Carr thing. He sucks, but he's, he's always there. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how this guy plays. out. I'm not overhyped about it, Joe. I'm really not. Um, I wish him the best. I mean, obviously he's a Cowboy. He's wearing the star. If he wins that starting role, I want him to be healthy, right? He might be better than what we got. Uh, seven, seven picks in four years. I can't say a lot of Cowboys that have that on this team. Um so uh, you know, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for him. You know, get another chance in the NFL after all these injuries, almost like a Morris Claiborne type. But, but uh, but we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. But uh, let's not overblow it, guys, because we've always been overhyped in the past, and it just never turned out for the best.
0: Yeah. So my take on it is, I actually, I actually do like this this deal, and um, you know, it's it's it is it is a rolling of the dice situation, but it is what the Cowboys do. Now, what, the reason I do like this, I think you're seeing a little bit more of the Mike McCarthy influence as far as like, let's step out of the comfort zone and let's go after, you know, a, a blue chip type of guy, albeit he does have the injuries, right? I mean, I covered it in, in my video this morning when, when we signed him. So, you know, he's missed about half the time, right? He's a 50-50 guy. So th- there is that. But yeah, he does, he does have a knack for getting the ball when he is playing. So I do like that. That cowboys do protect themselves. I I believe it is a one-year deal. I think somebody mentioned it in the comments, and I I think I saw that as well. So, you know, protect themselves, take a flyer on him, and uh, we'll see. Now, the question will be, how much? How much do they throw him into the fire? You know, how much will he get as far as like when the pads come on? Because that's next, right? The next practice for the cowboys will be padded practice. Will he, will he continue to rehab a little bit? He is coming off an Achilles. Same injury as Kazee, but Kazee, you know, we'll get to him in a minute. He's out here making plays. So while, while I think um, Hooker definitely has a shot to be the number one there because of the blue chip, you know, the former first-round pick, it's just the the health of it is a little bit of a concern. But I do like to have bodies in there. We have more bodies there. I'd definitely rather have somebody like Hooker and Kazee than Kazee and, and Darian Thompson myself. I, I I'm just ready to move on from Darian Thompson myself. So uh, good good take there. Varying opinions, obviously. Guys, let us know in the chat box, what do you think about the Malik Hooker signing? Uh, let me know if you like it. Let Mike know. Are you on it? Are you off it? What do you think about Malik Hooker? All right. So appreciate you guys sounding off in the chat box there. Mike, let's get to the next nugget here out of training camp for today. And that's like, let's look at this. Trayvon Diggs interception. You know, off of uh, the hands of uh, Noah Brown there. So you're seeing that Prescott roll out here. Kind of a, a missed reception there by Noah Brown, looks like. Let's just take a look here. Let's say like it was a little off target as well, possibly. But you do get Trayvon Diggs getting the interception. So, you know, Trayvon Diggs, you know, mentioned earlier, you know, a couple of days ago that. Uh, he went back and looked at his tape, and he could have had up to 14 interceptions if he would have, you know, hauled them all in. That's that's amazing, bro. So um, just the fact that he's he's actually making some of these in, in and all, going all the way back to OTAs and now here in training camp, you know, getting his hands on the ball and, and, and getting some of the intercept. What do you think about Trayvon Diggs thus far, Mike?
1: Yeah, in one of your videos about projected stats and stuff, you, you had – Mr. Diggs here with five picks, and I—I, I, and that's a, and when when you did that video, I was like, you know, that's a realistic number, and uh, I could see five, six, seven, to be honest with you. I um, mean, he's he's the type of player that's going to get beat. We've seen it last year, but he doesn't give up, and we've seen that when he knocked that ball out. I can't, I can't remember what game, but knocked it out, caused a touchback. The hustle's there, the respects there for me, number one. He's got to get beat. He, he's a he's a he's a chance. Type of player, he's gonna take them chances, but uh what a steal in the second round too. I can't wait to see that second year leap and digs here. Um it, it's something special. And uh I'm really hoping that you know he can get those five picks as you projected and and, and grow on top of that in five, six, seven. I can I can see that just the attitude, he doesn't give up the efforts there. He's 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 gonna be a pro. He's gonna be a leader on this defense.
0: No, yeah, well said, Mike. I, I agree. You know, he's he's definitely, you know, looking like he's taking that next step. You know, we talk about the year two players, and we'll get to a, another one here. But you are seeing it, you know, from C.D. Lamb and offseason. You see it from Trayvon Diggs and, and some other one, year two guys. I think they're going to be a big part of the success or not success of the Cowboys. And from what we're seeing so far, they're uh, trending in the right direction. The arrow is going up and up for Trayvon Diggs. Year two, I don't, I don't think we'll see any kind of sophomore slump from him at all. Like you said, you know, he will go for it, you know. So um, these quarterbacks that the Cowboys have now are a different kind of breed than what we've had in the past where, you know, you had guys that didn't want to stick their nose in there and make a tackle and run defense. You know, they didn't really want to go for the ball. These guys, um, they're doing their thing. You know, they're doing it. And, and I, I do like that we kept Al Harris. I, I was a big fan of him as a player and uh as a coach as well so i'm glad we kept coach harris on board here i think uh you know i think that's a it's an underrated coaching move you know by keeping al harris here you know i, I know some people you know may, may not have uh, been on board with al harris but uh, i've always been a fan of, of coach harris so and i think that you're starting to see a little bit of that from these guys you know what i mean so you, you see what Sean Rice doing, Trayvon Diggs, Calvin Joseph. A, a lot of these guys look good so far. You do have to credit some of the coaching here, Mike. So I do like that indeed. Yeah, guys, pound that like button if you're enjoying today's content. Appreciate that. Ronan the voice. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate everybody joining us live. Let's get to the next piece of news here, Mike. And we're going to scroll down here into my feed here. We're going to take a look at this one here. It's another look at Malik Hooker and Diggs. Getting that camaraderie going, baby. Number twenty-eight. Yeah, man. They're good. They're glad to have him on board. I just, I just love that. So that's just another quick look there. This one here, Mike. So uh, Jalen Smith, you know, a little frustrated here. <laughs> Does another rep. Looking at our linebackers here. Getting that bag. Looking good. Michael Parsons and that power baby Gifford Yeah, so that, that was that that rep there so Sean Sheree Jalen was frust- really frustrated with himself on that first start of practice there so yeah, I mean, you know, you saw it a little bit earlier in the week that where people were kind of on him on, on a certain play when, you know, people were looking to throw throw dirt on him or whatever. But, but Mike, what, what is your thought on where Jalen Smith is at so far in uh, camp? Yeah, if you hear
1: about linebackers coach, he said, find your burst before he went again. And Jalen Smith last year, he said – Watched And reporters asked him, do you, do you think you're safe next year? And he said, watch the tape. Cowboys did. They went out and converted Keon O'Neill to linebacker. They went out and drafted Micah Parsons. We all know they won a corner, but they still went linebacker. They could have went O-line if they wanted to. They, you know what I'm saying? But they went linebacker, identified a need. And, uh, and then they drafted Jabril Cox. And he's on Twitter. He's on Twitter a lot. And uh, it, it's like when uh, on Sandlot, when they're in the clubhouse, and he's like, forever, for, the, the echo was there, right? Right now, Cowboy Nation's in his head. The drafting of Micah Parsons and Jarrell Cox and Keanu Neal coming in as a free agent, converting specifically to linebacker, it's in his head. He's thinking about this. you know. Pads are tomorrow. He has to find his burst. And he's, he's lost that burst somewhere when he signed that dotted line on that contract extension. All that energy went to that pen, to that paper, and it's it's disappeared since then. He needs to shape up, get up. He paid a lot, almost a million dollars to change his jersey number. To come out, a fifth-year pro will come out and can barely hit a bag. He has to step it up. If not, he will get swallowed up, shipped out of this league, and uh, – and it won't be good for him. However, I do appreciate what he's doing for minorities on the entrepreneur uh business that he is running, helping minorities start their own business, come up from nothing, make millions. I do love that about Jalen Smith. He's looking out for Latino and black communities in that aspect. But football's football, he has to come out here and play, Joe.
0: Yeah. And obviously it's just one rep there, but it's just, you know, there's a lot of uh nitpicking that can be taken from a lot of these reps that are posted on here. And that's why I've always said I take a lot of this with a grain of salt. But uh, it is good to see the competition here. I mean, as, as you see these linebackers go through this, this bag move here, uh, you know, play with power and shed is kind of what this drill is here, right? So, And that's kind of one of the things that Jalen has struggled with here as a pro is to shed, you know, some of these big linemen. And I think a little bit of that is in the back of his head as far as, you know, that Ohio State Fiesta game when he – did try to shed that, that old lineman and blew out, shredded up his knee. So, you know, it's um, injuries can, can get in the back of your head, whether it's Jalen, whether it's LVE with the neck, you know, that sort of thing, but they're all on notice. (laughs) You know, like you said, they, they've, they've added a whole slew of linebackers in here we've, they've churned it, you know, quietly, they've, they've really churned it over. You know, you got Jabril, like you mentioned, Michael Parsons in the mix and um, you know, you, you have a, Anthony Hines as well, the undrafted rookie at A&M. Gifford, if he can stay healthy, I think he's pretty good. But the the guys made a glass as well. So, yeah, man. Guys, let me know what you guys think about the linebacker room, Jalen Smith, LVE. Do you think that these guys are on notice as we get to the padded practices? You know what I mean? This is really where, you know, some guys can clinch their roster positions here with the padded practices, Mike.
1: Yeah. Uh 1980 for, former YouTuber here on YouTube, you know, it you know, he always says let the pads do the talking. And uh that's what it's about, man. A lot of the players that we've talked about, they can go to crap with those lights turn on and those pads come on. Mm-hmm. You know, it separates the boys from the men for sure. And if you played football uh, and, and at any level, you know when those pads come on, it's a whole different atmosphere.
0: Yeah, yeah. Great comments in the chat box, guys. Appreciate appreciate those coming on here. Thanks for everybody that's joining us live and uh I'm trying to highlight the ones here that are popping off here in the chat box. Soup Trap. good to see you in the chat box, brother. Hopefully Parsons will take the leadership role and will be able to help Jalen get into position. Yeah, so that, that's that's the whole topic, right? Like who's going to get that green dot? The green dot is, is basically your defensive playmaker, right, Mike? So that will be determined here um, in training camp, but ultimately in preseason, you know. Who do you want to experiment? You know, this is where you flesh out, you know, your your errors. This is where you want to make mistakes to correct. So the preseason for me is get it done. You know, make, make the mistakes now in preseason. Figure out who will be that play caller. Will it be Micah Parsons? I'm, I'm hoping it will be uh, soup trap and um, and that sort of thing. But, Mike, you know, what is your gut feeling? Do you think it should be Micah Parsons, the defensive play caller here at that Mike linebacker?
1: I'm going to be honest with you, Joe, I don't, I, no, no, because, uh, and, and I'm not saying Michael Parsons can't handle that success and that control, um, but I, I I wouldn't mind LVE calling those plays. So LVE and Micah Parsons are going to be playing a lot, um, but uh, I, I would want a veteran calling those plays, and you, you can eventually, you know, progress Micah Parsons into that role. But if we're going to make an impact, we need a veteran, guy that's going to call these shots, line everybody up where they're supposed to be, you know what I mean, and, and, and get this defense on track. Leighton Vanderish first, transition to Micah Parsons either down the, later on in the season or something like that, Joe.
0: Yeah, that's that's a really good point, Mike. That is a really good point. Uh, LVE at Mike, for me. April, thank you for showing up. As usual, April Showers is our, our go-to in the, in the chat box. Love her to death. Uh, yeah, I agree, Mike. That's a really good point, you know, LVE um, he he has it. He's done it before. So I, I would agree with that. So like I said, that'll be something that they can experiment with and just really figure out for sure who that will be in a preseason. I think that's where we'll, that little battle will, will go there. So let's get to the next topic here, Mike. And uh, this is Navelle Gallimore. This is from Dave Hellman from the Mothership. Here's a quote from Novell Gallimore on how seriously he takes his development preparation and I think it's pretty neat. Let's take a look at this a little bit closer here. Uh, This is pretty awesome. In the back of my mind, I know how special I can be. I look at guys who play my position who have played five to six years, nine to 10 years, Pro Bowls, and that motivates me. And just knowing how far I've come, I still just think back to me being that little kid in Canada. It was never really about the money or about having everyone like me. It's like I like football. I love football. I just want to see how great I can be. Amazing, dude. We're talking about a year or two young man in his early twenties, Novell Gallimore, to have this this perspective on the game. This is what you want to see, Mike. And we're, you know, especially at a position that that we've been yelling for for the Cowboys to to throw bodies at, you know, and they they did, you know, in Gallimore, former third round pick here for us. What's your thoughts here on Neville Gallimore, Mike? Yeah,
1: you know, I was—we were high on him his rookie year when we drafted him. Yeah, uh, out of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, some injuries and some cuts happened, and he got a role. And I—I I, I think I tweeted, "Don't be shocked when you find out who Neville Gallimore is." And uh, you know, started off a little slow, came on stronger, and uh, e- even from—and that—that's a a rookie of last year who had no off season and stuff kind of played behind guys, shadowing guys, and then bam, got the opportunity. Right. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. Now he has a full off season. He had a full off season. COVID's kind of dying down. People are vaccinated, things of that sort. So he can get out more, go to the gym, go to the field, do what other, all these other players are seeing. Uh, a lot of workout videos. Right. And, you know, studying the game, like he said, five to six years, nine to 10 years. And he he's prepared football. Is a game of study. Now, you know, we always harp on Jason Garrett of how bad of a head coach he was. But if you watch Hard Knocks in 2007, he said if you don't study, football is not for you, right? And that's the truth. That is the truth. You have to know what you're doing or you're going to get lost. Navelle Gallimore, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he got to do. He set targets. Now how can you get there? He's getting those steps to get there, Joe. I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, great point, Mike. Yeah, st- starting the game is a big part of it. Makes you play a lot faster, and you can be that playmaker. So, great point there, Mike. Appreciate you there. Uh, keep the comments coming, guys. We got a good one here, Dan, the man Cunningham, one of my favorite handles uh, names out there. So what do you think of the scuffle today? Uh, I, I really don't care much for scuffles. I, I mean, I mean, let me let me re-say that. I really not i'm not concerned about scuffles i think it's part of it i think you you need to have some of that here and there as long as it doesn't get out of hand obviously and usually it never does so uh scuffles i think are good for for the game you know it shows that there's a passion out there you know some you have some alpha males out there you you want guys to show up you have guys that don't want to be embarrassed and and this sorts of things so Mike, what, what do you think about, you know, scuffles that kind of break out and then training camp that sort of thing? Good or bad for football, for the Cowboys?
1: It's, it's, it's fantastic for football because at the end yeah. of the day, when you go to that locker room, you're going to have that – you're going to have your brother's back. Scuffles are just part of football, and you want scuffles. You know why you want scuffles, Joe? It's because you care. You right. care about your job security. You care about what you're doing, and you're passionate about what you're doing. When I was in management, Joe, and customers complained, I I loved it because they were passionate enough to tell somebody how bad we're doing, okay? Scuffles, the same way. I love it because it lets me know how bad they want it, right? So I love it. Not yeah. bad at all.
0: Indeed. I totally agree there. I totally agree. Yeah, it show, shows who they are. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. You want to see who, who else gives an F2. Yeah, exactly. Well said, Mario Flores. Appreciate you in the chat box as usual, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you very much indeed. Xavier and Howard trade. I, I just don't see the Cowboys doing that. Uh, you know, anytime there's somebody requesting. Where is all
1: this trading stuff coming from? Is got Austin Fett. We got Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I get it. Trade Jalen Smith. I, and my prediction was he was going to get traded before training camp started, but that didn't happen.
0: But he did uh, that. yeah, he did.
1: But you know, we got to stop, dude. We we we, we got to stop this whole trading crap. Get I've I've even seen get Earl Thomas things, and I don't think people are trolling. It's mind blowing, Joe. I I can't take it.
0: Yeah. That's why I haven't
1: made a lot of videos.
0: Let's get to this this t- next topic here. This is, again, David Hellman. The offensive success was short-lived. Kazee, pick six off Dak. I believe that was Dak's third pick today. More importantly, in my opinion, that's a Dallas safety reading and breaking on a throw over the middle and actually making a play. Very good observation there by Dave Hellman, breaking down this play here as we rewatch it on the replay here. That's Kazee, number 35. Taking it to the house, all right. Taking it to the house. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see where's that pass going to? We we'll look at this again. So there's Kazi, man in the middle. I think that was. I think that was a slant route that was supposed to go to Turner. It looks like. Who was quarterback? That's Dak. That's that was Dak. That was third today.
1: Do a lot of picks today.
0: Yeah, three, three today.
1: Well, we all know he's not a. Uh... He's not, a, and he'll tell you, yeah, I'm not a very good practicer. He he likes to take chances in practice. Oh well, yeah. Right?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and then like I said, that's exactly when you want to clean these types of things up. So good play there. You know, it was it was a slant route there to Malik Turner, and uh, they made the connection there and you was know, pick six. But more importantly, it was Kazee that, that jumped the route, right? So I like that. I like that. So you you we talk about Kazee in the mix. And they bring in Hooker, so it, it's it's not a very it's not a it's not a bad idea to to throw these guys more bodies into the mix. I, I do like that. Uh, prime time feel trading these to dead money not good. Yeah, that that's another point there too. Trading and the Cowboys, they rarely really ever do it, man. You know, I mean they did a mark Cooper, but it, it almost has to be like the perfect type of scenario and and make the the most sense for them. That's
1: how you draft it. Now you can give up a first round pick for a Mark Cooper because that's a Mark Cooper. You
0: yeah. know what I'm saying? But you don't
1: draft you don't draft Trayvon Diggs and Bossman Fat in the second round two years in a row. for you go allocate draft picks somewhere else to bring somebody in. Then you just wasted a second round pick.
0: Yeah, that 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 definitely would would just would show poor. Uh, Draft, draft management and, and yeah. draft management, and th- that's not what the Cowboys do. That would be more something like the Texans would do. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? The New York Giants. Uh, I mean, the, the Houston Texans are the worst team to trade. If you want to poke somebody's eyes out, it's the Houston Texans. So, if anybody's going to trade for them, it, might be those losers uh, further south of, of Dallas <laughs> that make that move. April showers. I love it by the defense because the media was crapping on safeties. I'm not really worried. Because is a vet, Hooker's a vet. It will come together very well definitely. said near April. But right they,
1: they have to stay healthy. They have to be healthy.
0: Yeah, they do. Have to, they do definitely have to stay healthy. They both are coming off uh, Achilles injuries. Um. So, but you know, the Cowboys doctors signed off on both of them. So it's a uh, it's. Oh, good. they're healthy
1: right now, but yeah. Sean Lee was always signed off on doctors too. And that hamstring kept nagging him.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So it's all when the bullets start flying, as I say, that that's when, that's when we'll get down to it. Here's another look here. We'll look at this. Like I mentioned earlier, Al Harris mentoring the rookie, Calvin Joseph. Just, just a shot that I really like here. Like I said, uh, I'm a fan of Al Harris's coach. I think you, you let him coach up these young guys. And if they can play, at the level that Al Harris did. I mean, this guy was a pretty good, feisty, shut-down corner, go-after-the-ball corner, you know, uh, with uh, the Eagles and the Packers, right? So Al Harris coaching these guys up. I mean, I think it's a very good influence to have. You know, you have an alpha male coach teaching some of these alpha males how to become better alpha males. So I like that shot there. Good shot there from uh, Brianna Dix, Mike. Yeah,
1: yeah, boss man,
0: fat, do your thing, baby. And then, then, here we go. You know, this this is what we're talking about. Novell Gallimore on pads coming on tomorrow. That's when the real training camp starts, Mike. Novell Gallimore saying it up there really is is really what we're looking at here. You know, it's it, it's go time now. You know, this 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 setting here for the first couple of days and a half have been mini camp type of deal where you know you don't have pads on. You're 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 not really out there bleeding. Now the bleeding starts, the hitting starts, the bruising, <laughs> and uh, hopefully these guys, they, you know, we, we have a healthy camp here as we get to the padded practices. And, you know, we're uh, getting closer to the Hall of Fame game, Mike. Right? So what, yes. do you see, what do you want to see here now that we get to the real deal holding field with the padded practice? What's the most important thing you want to see come out of this?
1: Oh, man, I want to see high competition, high-level competition. Um, I want to see uh, vets. I want to see first, second, third stringers, possibly four stringers, rotate a lot more with pads on, less risk of injury, but still able to get some reps in, right? Um, And just play smart. Look out for your fellow brother. There's going to be more scuffles with pads on, Um, way more scuffles with pads on, Uh, way more trash talking. It's going to be fun, and I, I just want player safety still have the competitions still look out for your fellow brother but i just i need that safety I, I and i need that competition at a high level
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what i want to see too man just just come out of this deal healthy competition brings out the best let the uh you know let the cream rise to the top you know that, that's where we're going to see the separation right you got to see that separation the cream rising to the top and um you know get getting it going mike getting it going so Lots of great uh, comments here in the chat box. We'll, we'll look at some of the questions here. Cleveland Brown, between the two, who should be our number one tight end, Schultz or Jarwin, Mike?
1: That's a great, great question by Cleveland Brown, man. And I'm, 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 I'm going to say I've been on Dalton Schultz's bandwagon since the day we drafted him at Stanford. Dalton Schultz should be our number one, and, and, and he proved it. And the dude was just a stud. His blocking got better. His catch radius. His catching, his uh, right after catch is better. Uh, no shade on Jarwin. But I think Jar- even though Jarwin has that extension, I think Jarwin needs to earn a little bit more trust back, see how healthy he can be. But give Schultz earned that starting
0: position last year. Yeah. No, I totally agree. For me, yeah, I, I like Schultz too um, out of Stanford. Uh, he's in a contract here, obviously. So he's he has another extra level to really ball out. He wants to exceed the contract that Jarwin got. Jarwin got a pretty – you know, affordable deal, right? A, a three-year deal. Um, so, Schultz. You know, he's one of these guys where you get to the bye week and maybe you extend him if he, if he's on this path of really knocking it out the park. You know, why have to go out and draft another tight end or or why just be on Darwin? Well, you can keep it in. How the Cowboys like to do that, right? They like to keep their own guys. So he'll be in the mix. You know, Randy Gregory, I think, is another one too that. Uh, Looking good out here, looking really good in camp. So, you know, the the opportunity is is finally here for him, and I think he's going to do well with it. And if he gets double-digit sacks, that number will go up, you know, significantly. Great question there, Mike. Let's see what else we got here in the chat box here. What do we got in here, guys? Let's see what other comments we got in here. What do we got? Yeah, we also have preseason cuts too, so we can still pick up a gym, possibly safety, cornerback, or defensive tackle. Yeah, that's that true. You definitely preseason cuts come into effect. And the Cowboys do, they do make these moves, right? Like you'll see some cuts, maybe some surprise cuts, but uh you, you they typically do add people during the cuts. You know, it, it, may, it may even be, you know, some somebody else's undrafted guy, you know. Some of the practice squad candidates, they won't make it back to the practice squad. Maybe they like somebody else better. You know what I mean? Maybe they want another quarterback to develop. Maybe it's not the Nucci. Maybe they want to grab somebody else. But, yeah, safety, I think, you know, if the draft were today, <laughs> you know, or if the, if the draft were to happen tomorrow, safety to me is at the very top because they're still putting that Band-Aid on the position. Mike, I feel good about Donovan Wilson, but the other one, I think they're just playing with, you know, trying, trying, still trying to figure it out.
1: Here, here, here is the analogy I got, and may, and if you're Mexican, you'll probably understand. You ever been in a hurry sweeping the floor and the broom, the broom breaks in half. The, well, the broom, the plastic broom, you know how it breaks. The broom is what we got, right? KZ and Malik Hooker's the duct tape to fix that broom temporarily. You keep sweeping with that broke broom with that duct tape. KZ, Malik Hooker, it's a bench, so you got to do what, Joe? It's going to break again, all right?
0: Right, right.
1: got to go draft yourself a new broom. Let's sweep these dudes out of here.
0: Quit playing around. <laughs> I love that, dude. That's actually funny, but it is is—it is real, man. It is real. Uh, Soup Trap Jerry going to be looking to get that discount, Gregory section. I think there will be a little bit of that, right? I think when you talk about a, a hometown discount, I think you know, to seeing where Gregory's at, I think there would be a little bit of that because I mean Jerry uh, mentioned that, right? That uh, that you're, uh they've gone through some things, you know, some 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 big serious type of deals, right? He didn't go into details, but you know, you, you um, they stuck with him, you know, Jerry Jones stuck with him, so uh, he could have himself a, a nice a career here with the Cowboys if he. You know, stays the course here, which I think he has. I, I really do think he's turned the corner here, and then he's really uh, looking the part.
1: Absolutely, Mario Flores had a question here. He was, how do you feel uh, about Cooper and D. Law not being able to be a part of camp until they get back to Dallas? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I don't
1: think, I think Cooper. He's if, if Cooper's on the court on the resistance court, it's a really good sign. Because when you're on the resistance court, they trust your body enough. to, Number one, handle that. And and Brian Broadus talked about um, how much they have to do that on a daily basis. Um, I, I think with Brett Brown, I think that's the name. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, that, that handles that. But uh, and it, it's a it's a, it's a long time of getting on those resistance courts. So and Mark Cooper's already on those courts. I don't think uh, he might come back after this Hall of Fame game. Uh, I think that's when he'll be back. And Pat, I don't know if they're in Dallas by then, but I'm thinking about a week to a week and a half they'll be ready to rock and roll.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's what it is, man. Uh, primetime Phil. Yes, indeed. I'll, I'll get to your super chat here in a second. Appreciate that donation. But um, Mario, um, it, it, it is a very great question to me. And I, I feel the same that you do, uh, Mike. That uh, uh, Mario Cooper, for me, not really concerned about that. You know, I think that they're, they are really are being careful with that one because you, you want that offense to be humming. The one that, that, that low-key kind of does concern me a little bit right now, I'm not I'm not breaking that break for emergency glass yet, but uh, the D-law, the back, I don't want this to be another Tyron Smith situation where, okay, vet days, you know, the Cowboys are lying to us like, oh, it's a vet day. No, it's really something that's wrong here. So, I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping that, yes, you know, Demarcus Lawrence will be here in Frisco at the end of training camp in a preseason because if you do get to Frisco and you're still dealing with this, now nah, okay, then, then, then you, you, you do need to be a little bit concerned there. And then going back, circling back to what April asked earlier, I think defensive end would be another position, you know, that you may have to uh, throw a, maybe a fifth rounder at somebody, grab and maybe try to pull off another uh, robert quinn type of deal where you get somebody cheap but can still give you some juice off the edge i do like what they did with golson obviously but you you still would need somebody else here now that's projecting way down the line right so let's hope yeah. we don't get to that but you know something that the cowboys will definitely have in their back pocket definitely indeed and um and that sort of thing there prime time appreciate the super chat great job guys nice to see the views with points to them. I may not agree with everything which makes these chats amazing. You two are definitely inspirations for the channel I started as well. Keep up the great work and I look forward to this upcoming season. well said Primetime Phil. Well said indeed. Appreciate uh, you. Uh, I gotta I gotta have you
1: made a channel yet? Let's see.
0: Yeah Primetime Phil I'm gonna go look up Primetime Phil and um I guess we'll have a channel there. Primetime if you want to plug your your channel name go ahead and uh, plug it there in the chat box my dude. Uh, we do appreciate you, man. We see you in the chat all the time. Uh, Lord subscriber, we do appreciate you, primetime field. Thank you for the, the donation there, man. That's that's very kind of you. <laughs> There's, you. There's Mike I'm trying to get over that, that one there. There we go. Yeah, appreciate you, man. The great, great work there. Yeah, plug yourself in the chat box, bro. Appreciate that. April showers as well. I gotta elevate April if I haven't already to uh, moderator. I need to get on that. Uh, me and Foots were talking about that on his channel as well. W- one of our favorites, April Showers. Appreciate you very much, April. Big shout out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Ninja Nuts just signed Randy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it, it for me it is. He he was in one of my one of my four guys, right? Was Randy Gregory? You know, and the other two that I think are probably may not. I really don't think that the Cowboys are going to re-sign Connor Williams. There's just something about that that I feel like they're gonna move on. I could be wrong unless they sign him cheap. Michael Gallup, I think, is gonna price himself out of the Cowboys range. But when you look at uh, when you look at Randy Gregory, get him now, get him before the end of the season in. You can rock and roll. You know what I mean? I I think the defensive end is gonna be high on the list for the Cowboys in, in next year's draft. You know what I mean? Lawrence getting kind of long in the tooth there already. Injuries are starting to mount up, this sort of thing. So they got to they got to add some more bodies there, Mike.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you always want to grow that football team, no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you're at. Um, if not, you're going to be looking at this free safety position like we're doing now with the taped up broom.
0: <laughs> yeah, the taped up broom. That's a good one. All right guys, well um, that is, um, that's it there. I think it was a great show from us, you know, appreciate everybody that watched us in the chat box. If you're watching this live or on the replay, pound that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit that bell for all notifications when this channel goes live. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, my dude. Yeah,
1: underscore Cowboys Corner uh, right there on Twitter guys. If you don't want to follow me on YouTube because I hardly ever make videos, totally understand. But if you want to and you want to catch when I do make videos, Football season's coming up, so there's going to be a lot of videos. Um, uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. Follow the real Don't follow the click. I just want views and clicks. Follow the real YouTubers. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of fake ones, too. Watch where you get your information. That's all I got.
0: Yeah, well said there, guys. Well said there. You know how we do it here at the Fiscal Report, Convoy's Blog, and Convoy's Corner. Bring it to you on the real. We do appreciate you, everybody, in the chat box. Mario, Soup Tribe, April. Ninja Nuts, everybody that's in the chat box, Primetime Phil, everybody. If I miss your name. I do see all you guys out there. So that's all we have today, guys. We'll see you next Tuesday for another edition of the Frisco Report. We'll see what, what comes out of uh, the padded practices the rest of the week and leading up to the next week's show. And I'll see you a little bit later this week with another video, indeed. So, guys, shout out to everybody. Catch you for the next one. Peace.